0: Hey Mustangs, it's Molly Thamrong, senior on the Mustang Express podcast, and I am with Mrs. Simmons from the Spanish department. How are you today? Estoy bien. Hola yes. todos. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. So uh, we're going to do our um, normal 12 questions for our teacher spotlight interview, starting off with number one. What was your first job?
1: So my very first job was... Uh, during high school and I worked at the coffee bar in Manalapan Wegmans I
0: could see you doing that
1: it it was a pretty cushy job for a first job like everybody else starts on the regular cash registers and stuff Mm -hmm. and we had a friend that like worked in the prepared foods chefy type Mm -hmm. areas and uh, she sort of like put my application in for me and then I happened to like make a new best friend there and then we got to work together all the time so it was very cushy in its own way but there was uh, you know some shifts where we'd have to Arrive at 5.30 in the morning to get all the coffee ready before the store opened at 6 and stuff. So, had some downsides. But definitely, I look back on it so much more fondly than I did while I was in the job. It just... It sounds like a good job to start as a like high really schooler. It really was. Yeah. It really was. There was, like, pretty much no responsibility. And and that's the best kind of job to have like as a you, kid. You get yeah. to, like, I learned how to make lattes and cappuccinos. And, like, now I know how to make that stuff, which is really cool. We have, a like, a fancy coffee maker at home, and I bought all the little metal pitchers,
0: and I'll, Dude. like, be a little, uh-huh. you know, barista mommy at home. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, it's fun. That's awesome. All right, second question. What was your first car? My first car was like, oh, my beloved.
1: I loved her. <gasps> she was a yellow Volvo. Did she have a name? Yes, her name oh. was Bibi. And BB the yellow Volvo was bought on eBay.
0: Really? She
1: came all the way up from Florida because Volvo only made yellow for certain areas of the country. My cousin happened to buy a car on eBay, but like it was in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. so it was kind of a normal purchase, they just found it there. So we were fooling around looking at cars and then we saw the yellow one and That's the one. Yeah, we were like, are we crazy for doing (laughs) this? But but like we were all into it and I remember like I had all this money saved up and like it came time say before the Volvo it came time to have like the big sweet sixteen and stuff and my mom was like, Well you you have X amount of money and like we can help you a little but you could blow it on this party or you can put it towards a car and I was just so happy that I made that decision so that I could go forward and like you know after we found this car and mm-hmm. it, it all worked out and then it had to be shipped up from Sarasota, Florida and it was I guess sort of a small time shipper yeah. kind of a private guy who just kind of does this which I've come to understand is actually a thing that happens which is weird. That's what I figured away. out my
0: first car too yeah. <laughs> and,
1: um, so I guess he was bringing up my car and a second car the other one was a convertible Mustang it happened oh, wow. it happened to be white and my car was in like the bed of his truck and there was <laughs> something in the bed of the truck that pierced the oil pan of my car oh. and then all the oil drained oh. out on this beautiful oh white convertible underneath it oh. and so like I ended up it worked out kind of okay for me because they just paid to replace the oil pan and it was fine and uh, I think there happened to be a car wash across the street from the Volvo the repair guy so bad, yeah. I, I hope it turned out for the it Mus- uh-huh. turned out well for the Mustang people yeah, yeah. but
0: that's crazy. Yeah. All right, question number three. What did you major in in college?
1: So I did bounce around a lot, and I ended up doing an extra year of college, too. I was, like, a super senior in college. I first went away to Muhlenberg College in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and I thought that I wanted to go, like, medical or dental because, I mean, it's like it is say It's, like, where the money is. Yeah, yeah. You know? When I got there, I mean, I was, like, miserable there for, like, social reasons and stuff, too. I didn't really like being away from my family. My whole family lives in Brick. I grew up in Freehold. Like, everybody's, like, way over here. In addition to that, all of the, like, medical students were so into it. Like, I think they would take a one-hour break from studying every week just to watch Grey's Anatomy mm-hmm. and they invited me to this one day and then like the show ends and they're like okay so we're gonna study now and I was like confused <laughs> yeah. like just, so you study in your free time like it's so weird it, it it was really strange to me that it really just took over their whole life mm-hmm. and uh and then I was also simultaneously watching my older cousin go through pre-med studies and she had kind of a similar life and I was sort of realizing that all of my like hobbies and things that I enjoy I would have to give up until I graduated med school if I really wanted it like to. It's a commitment
0: like a lifelong commitment like it, it, right there. It really
1: really is and it's it, I came to realize that you really have to genuinely like all of the all of the medical studies that you're taking part in because if you don't really like it you're just like it's only going to get worse (laughs) so so then um, I was bouncing around a lot um, between like medical and art and then I kind of thought like oh maybe a softer medical like audiology or speech pathology at some point earlier I had gone to Spain um, with my Spanish teacher from high school and everyone else on the trip with us Said that they were minoring and majoring in Spanish and I was like well I'm like at least as good as these people I I honestly really never thought it would ever be a possibility that somebody could be a Spanish teacher or be proficient in Spanish if you weren't like speaking it at home growing up if it wasn't native or heritage to you and um, then I had another great professor um, at Muhlenberg and it just started to feel more attainable and you know felt like a healthy career choice because Spanish teachers aren't that easy to find and any given school will have more Spanish teachers than art teachers so it just you know seemed like a healthy choice and I liked it enough um art really opened the door into Spanish for Mm -hmm. me like I love Spanish art is my favorite so then it kind of drew me in and I guess the 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 rest is history history. yep I'm here now
0: All right, then question number four, if you were not teaching, then what profession would you want instead?
1: So I think about this really all the time because (laughs) everybody, I think everybody knows that like teachers have it rough lately. So it's kind of not far from Mm. my mind. And I think about like, what else could I do? Like what else would give me time with my kids? Like what would increase my like work life satisfaction? and it really i really just always come back to teaching and i think about even when i think about other teaching adjacent things like you know if ever i was to actually get good at yoga and be a yoga instructor or something else it, there's always a teaching component and i really just prefer like working in this sort of setting where i get to interact with teenagers every day because mm-hmm really that was my biggest drive to enter teaching was feeling like uh in high school like I was the odd man out Mm -hmm. and I felt like you know no one related to me and I was like you know felt kind of excluded and without those key teachers that were there that made me happy to show up and like be there and give you that sanctuary where you don't have to care about like socializing for a mm-hmm. minute or you know an hour a day, eighty minutes Just a like day. Just a nice break. That you're yeah. in my room, like you can feel safe there. Mm-hmm. That's always what I wanted to provide for like kids. So happens to be a Spanish room. It's, <laughs> it's also a comfy room. <laughs> uh-huh. uh,
0: question number five: What job would you never ever want to do?
1: So when I first saw this question it made me laugh because everyone's always telling teachers to get a summer waitress job that's like you you know it just dovetails Uh like you know beach waitress they only need you in the summer you're only free in the summer like it just really dovetails well and it's not that I wouldn't want it I just think I'd be so terrible at it like
0: you don't
1: you don't think of like a server as being an especially gifted career but the gifts i see in a good like anything that you'd get good tips for i don't have i'm Mm -hmm. not very fast i'm not very agile or graceful i'd be bumping into things all over the place on
0: mother's day alone at like a nice beach place that's crazy i Mm -hmm. get it yeah
1: so so yeah that just that always cracked me up and really you know Ratchets up my appreciation for servers mm-hmm. that, yes, that, yes. that help me. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. um, what is your? This is my favorite question. Yes. What is your favorite kind of cheese? Yes. <laughs> All
1: of the cheese. Yes. Okay. A place for every cheese and every cheese in its place. Do you fate?
0: like like what? Do you like cheeses you don't like?
1: Uh So I did recently meet some cheeses that I don't <laughs> like. <met> <laughs> We were on vacation visiting my uncle and uh, and his girlfriend. And we had just landed um, and went to their house. This was like Easter Sunday. So they were anticipating more people coming. And then there wasn't like a lunch spread. So we're all like kind of gathering around the four of us. It was me, my husband, my daughter, Reagan, and my mom. And we're like, where's the food? we're we're starving (laughs) we hadn't eaten since like five that morning and um they finally produce some platters and this cheese was just the most disappointing cheese it's like a lukewarm no it was like it just it just truly tasted bad (laughs) and none of us could figure out even why it was bad because my husband has very different taste buds than me and it it was just bad cheese it was a flop, just
0: like a general I, I don't
1: i can't even describe the flavor it was it was bitter is Ew. cheese bitter
0: i've know. never had that oh my goodness
1: but i'm a big fan of american cheese on the cheeseburger we're coming out mm-hmm. of this this dark middle ages for <laughs> cheeseburgers in middle class america where everybody was trying to make a special cheeseburger with you know All these different varieties, like, it's just, it's like Mrs. Decker said, it should just be American. Put American on the cheeseburger. And then, of course, I love Manchego cheese. I love all the Italian cheeses, too. And the French cheeses, the brie. We went to Paris.
0: Uh,
1: Yes. We went to Paris once, and uh, Corey's aunt uh, put us up when we stayed in Paris and taught us some cheese rules that apparently, in France, it's considered rude to cut the tip off a piece of triangular cheese on that, a cheese yeah. board it's like disrespectful. yeah so you have to like kind of cut like oblique slices mm-hmm. and stuff so that's like hysterical to me that they have like there's a whole cheese manners yeah. about it it's but culture. yeah if i really had to pick a favorite i i would probably say i really love a piece of manchego with like a dried cherry or like a Ooh. drizzle of honey on it so that's
0: that's fancy really <laughs> <laughs> all right oh this one's a little odd, but again, one of my favorites. What is your favorite, like, sound, like, sound effect?
1: I like I like this question, oh. too. I kind of forgot about it at first. I was thinking and thinking, and I'm just about to reopen this chapter of my life, but... Uh, Horses clip clopping oh, really? on a hard surface. Cobblestone. Oh, it just it, like it gives me like warm chills and all the right ways and makes you feel like excited. And... That's an
0: interesting one. Yeah, I guess I do really agree. Exciting. That is a nice one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What is your least favorite sound?
1: Too much and too many overwhelming overlapping sounds it just makes me feel like it's scrambling my mm-hmm. brain like can't get a thought through that's i can't take that that's it sends me over the edge like when all my kids are screaming
0: at once at home or something and just stop the madness <laughs> um what are you binge watching right now could be tv could be a book
1: it's funny because i am right in the middle of a binge i mm. i got on narcos late uh, but <laughs> I'm binging Narcos lately uh-huh. onto Narcos Mexico. I think I avoided it for so long cause I didn't know they used so much Spanish. It bothers mm. me when they do a show or a movie set in a Spanish speaking or any language and yeah. they're not using that language. They do it once or twice. Like they slip in
0: a few words, but yeah.
1: Or it's like, if it's like, even in Canto was like so disappointing to me, like, you you can push it more Mm -hmm. like give us more spanish words sprinkled throughout Encanto. like we can handle it the americans can handle it now we're ready we're ready
0: i agree um so as teachers you guys can't really use curse words so what is your favorite like curse substitution
1: i am pretty liberal with my vocabulary when i'm not at school so it took a little thinking but it does crack me up when I see people online use heck, like <laughs> like with, like, yeah, doggo yeah. talk when it's, like, uh-huh. this hecking
0: bamboozle. That, I love that That makes one me too. laugh. So say you were given $10,000, but you have to spend it on something for, like, the students at Brick Memorial. What are you going to buy us? I like this one, too. <laughs> Field trips.
1: Mm-hmm. Field trips, real-world experiences, um... I remember so many field trips so fondly that were real genuine educational experiences and then furthermore going on field trips like that I think people forget how it opens a door and like lowers that inhibition Mm -hmm. for everyone on that field trip like it's not like anybody would be incapable of visiting a museum on their own but there's a lot of inhibition that builds up with something like that or you know if you don't even know what's what's behind there or what to look for or how to enjoy it like all of those things are teachings and if we don't get the chance to teach students how to enjoy those things they, they may never set foot inside a museum or something like that and um, I think that's like some of the most valuable experiences that have come from my education are related to, to field trips.
0: That's a great answer. I shouldn't have thought about that. Thank you. (laughs) And then the final question, say you're dying tomorrow. What are you going to do today? So first of all, I'm a huge sap. I'm just a very (laughs) sappy person. (laughs) Um,
1: So it's really hard for me to even think about it. And I am not, a big doer in general so I don't think I'd ever really come up with an answer about what I want to do but I know it would be with my family mm-hmm. like whatever they want to do I'll go do it because mm-hmm. I know I want to be with them and I'm going to eat whatever I hecking want <laughs>
0: <laughs> great answer uh, thank you so much for coming on and answering these questions I feel like we learned so much more about you thank you for and having you're, me you such an interesting life I'm thank like, you. so intrigued thank <laughs> you Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Mustang, so much for listening. And I hope you tune in to this episode and many more in the future. Good. Thank you for listening to the Mustang Express podcast. Be sure to like us or follow us on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. If you are interested in helping out with the podcast, maybe you want to come on and be a guest or you just want to help us create great content, be sure to see Mr. Stephanelli or one of the Mustang Express student staff. Have a great day and remember, it's always a great day to be a Mustang.